You're listening to Hello Francis, a podcast for curious creatives and nano entrepreneurs who seek knowledge, purpose, and community. Hello Francis is brought to you by the creative firm and solutionist agency, Francis Roy. This podcast is recorded at the Francis Roy office in Valparaiso, Florida, where we invite our lineup of guests, friends, and mentors to candidly share their diverse wisdom and experience. Let's get started. Hello, you're listening to Hello Francis. I'm your host, Chantel Dedicke. And oh my gosh, I'm wondering what episode number this is. It's a lot, friends. We are creeping into 2022. It's January. Today specifically is the 13th. That is when I'm recording this episode. And in September, this pod will be three years old. And because we drop a weekly episode, well, last week was the first time we've repurposed an episode. And we're incredibly, we've been very deliberate and intentional in not doing that because. We believe that fresh content is important, which of course it is, but the relevancy of the interview with Francis really just felt like something that we needed right now and we all needed to hear again. It was really great to listen through and get a sense of comfort and security and this feeling that things were going to be okay, even though January and 2022 in general has been a bit tumultuous for the majority of people that I've interacted with. So including myself, it has been a challenge for sure. And the word challenge is something as an eight, I love. I mean, my type is known as the challenger. We love a great challenge. And we love people who challenge others and thoughts and ideas. But lately there has been this thought, something that I've been mulling over about when is the right time to challenge anything really. And I follow Adam Grant on Twitter and actually shared one of his tweets the other day on my Insta story. And he had this great tweet. So what he said is you're entitled to your own opinions in your head, but if you choose to express them out loud, it's your responsibility to do these three things, ground them in logic and facts, explain your reasoning to others and change them when better evidence emerges. And I love this. It's it's thoughtful challenge. Have you ever encountered anyone that just was looking for a challenge no matter what? If the sky was blue, they were going to be like, it's green. And they just, everything they said was, you know, so confident about it, but no facts, very opinion-based, but willing to argue it to the death. And that can be frustrating on the receiving end. I feel like as a young eight, I was probably like this. Now thinking back, I should be interviewing Deborah Sanchez for this because she was my boss, my supervisor, um, during a time when I was really trying to emerge from being a young professional to an established professional. And I was more on the defense and not so much willing to admit when I was wrong and very much thought that challenging everything was going to be the way that I made my mark. And she mentored me through that. And really gave me a lot of 
just tools and resources to pause and reflect. And later that developed into, you know, through mentorship and other experiences and failures that evolved into this thinking of the difference between the right opportunity to challenge and the right opportunity to contribute. I love this quote and I can't remember who said it, who said it, but when I stopped worrying about being the smartest person in the room, that is when I really started to make headway in my career. And that's so incredibly true. So often we just kind of bust into the scene and we're like, this is who I am. This is what I'm about. We have so much to prove. And you just want to emerge as a leader. And leadership is really less about the grabbing of power and authority, at least for me, and more about the art of contributing and finding out, you know, the best use of your talent and your time. And I still receive mentorship on this topic because my default is to challenge. I see, especially if somebody brings me a problem, you know, I want to challenge it 360 so that I can find the best solution. But now the way that I challenge is with a solution in mind, not just so that my voice is heard, but so that I am contributing to a more productive and effective outcome. And that requires me to pedal back a little bit on the challenge and find ways to be an active and engaged contributor. Of course, my craft is to do that through communication and strategy and branding. Um, and that this, I think, thought, thought process is applicable for um, whatever it is that you do. So providing a bit of pause, not being so quick to feel like you have to be the challenger at the table. Sometimes the challenger ends up being perceived as the naysayer. And that's okay because the naysayer is often disruptive enough to bring about a really great idea. But ensure that your disruptive disruption is with purpose. So if you are challenging a situation, you know, are you bringing enough facts? Is there logic involved here? Are you leading with, you know, a thought process and a strategy? Are you able to articulate and explain your reasoning? So if someone has a great idea and you think it should be done a different way, then it is your responsibility as the challenger to explain why and what the projected result would be from going this different direction. And then also being open to the fact that, you know, when something better comes along, you may have to change your thought process and the way that you are contributing. So challengers can be contributors. And contributors change the world. And the world is all these different sizes, right? It could be the, the world within your home, within your office, within your community, you know, within your church, within your organization, like, you know, within a country, whatever that looks, this can, I think, you know, the idea of a challenger versus a contributor or a contributor a challenger who is very effective in what they do and is able to contribute can be scaled up or down depending on what's the project or 
you know, the group, the size of the group of people. So that this has just been a theme, something that we've talked about internally and observed on our team and, and ways that we work through that as well. Like I tend to be the challenger in the group and, but through reflection and introspection, I am beginning to understand that my contribution is more impactful when I am able to logically describe what my challenge is about. And, and on the flip side of that, I'm open to this idea that even though I'm challenging and it is accepted, it doesn't mean that there is a finality to that win. It is an evolving process. And if something better or a better idea emerges, we can even more, you know, just as quickly pivot and head in that direction. So I hope these thoughts were are beneficial to you. You know, do you consider yourself a challenger or a contributor or both? How do you respond to challenge? And, you know, what do you feel like is your greatest contribution? So... I am excited to hear uh, your thoughts and what you guys have to share. We, we have these little conversations in our team too. And this, I think, is a great prompt for how we are going to deal with challenge in our team, embracing it, but also holding the challengers accountable for their logic, their facts, and their reasoning. So hopefully this was helpful for you this week. We've got some exciting stuff coming down the pike. 2022 is a huge year. I'm looking at my vision board and realizing that it needs a little bit of work and some addiction maybe. And so there, you know, there's lots of reason to be optimistic and hopeful for the future and to put our head down and do some great work. So if you need to reach us, hello at francisroy.com or you can email me directly, chantel at francisroy.com. Until next Monday, you guys have a great week. And yeah, we'll talk to you really soon.